Hey, good morning. It is uh, Froster Buns Friday. It's seven minutes after the hour. You can call on any topic that you choose. Could be one we covered uh, this week or maybe one we didn't cover. Uh, but we've got a lot of ground that we will cover. Uh, J6 video uh, is, is still in the news. Uh, then we've got, uh, boy, just a ton of other stuff here. Let me see what else we've got. <clears throat> Let's see here. By the way, Brian Hansen is back engineering, pushing the buttons and making things happen. A little under the weather, but still, still he's here. Biden's Inflation Reduction Act is creating chaos in Europe. Uh, and uh, Biden's uh, budget <laughs> would drive up the national debt to $51 trillion in about 10 years by 2033. Uh, and he wants to tax money you haven't even gotten. That's how desperate he is. Uh, that's what it takes to try and preserve social programs that should never have been created in the first place. Uh, inflation is still a problem. Recession will follow, absolutely. Uh, then we've got, uh, boy, Lauren Boebert is in the news and it's it's just silly that that it would even be a case uh, or, or a story. We'll get to all that, plus what you have in mind, plus uh, emails, uh, messages from GaryNolan.com that I've gotten uh, in the last 24 hours. You, too, can send me a message that way. Go to GaryNolan.com, and you can send me a message. It'll pop up right here in the studio. We start with Lori. Uh, she says, uh, I would love to hear your take on standardized testing, SAT, ACT, etc., and whether or not it should be used for college, ed, uh, for college entrance, scholarship applications, etc. During the height of the pandemic, she writes, some universities and even Ivy League schools removed ACT and SAT requirements. Um, look, I, first... Every university should have their own their own plan. Uh, and if they want to use uh, an SAT or an ACT test, that's fine with me. As long as the government's not involved, the private marketplace can handle it. Uh, I'm not a fan nor an opponent of standardized testing for college exams. So that's that's kind of where I uh, where I stand on this. I don't. I don't approve or disapprove. It's whatever the college campus wants for its admission standards. That is what should uh, that sh that's what should apply, as long as the government isn't a part of it. Uh, Kansas uh, property tax. We were talking about this yesterday on the program. Kansas vehicle property tax check. Uh, Mike says uh, I can uh, enter the information uh, on the. Uh, Kansas City Department of Revenue or Kansas State Department of Revenue, and I can find out what I would pay there. I wouldn't pay anything there because I wouldn't live there. <laughs> Simple as that. Robert, um, for, for, first, Robert, uh, this message is, well, a little late. We had this conversation about God last year, about this time, maybe even longer than that. It might have been uh, sometime in late February, but uh, no, I am not convinced that, and I appreciate you're trying to save my immortal soul, but I'm just not convinced. 
Um, I did, and, and my point in that conversation, he's talking about this conversation we had about God. My, the point in that conversation wasn't because I wanted to persuade people that God didn't exist. Just the opposite. Uh, I had just lost my sister, and I was hoping that people could persuade me that he did exist. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. I don't want to. I don't want to change it. Look, I I don't disapprove of the, the uh, tenets of Christianity. I, I I it's not my goal to take anybody's belief system and turn it upside down. I'm not convinced because it doesn't make sense, and I know this uh, this concerns a lot of people, but it does not concern me. Um. It, it, how do I uh, how do I do this? It, it, there was a character on Star Trek called Q, and Q was omnipotent, omniscient. He could do anything he wanted. He could defy the laws of physics. He could change. He, he could travel through time. He could do anything. Much as you know, God is able to do. And if you believe in God. You could believe in Q. And and how would you dispute that? How would you dispute? And here, I'll give you an example. We talked about Noah's Ark. And I said, it's not possible. The Great Flood, it's not possible. You couldn't get all of the animals in the world, all the insects in the world, everything on one ark, especially one the size of Noah's Ark. It wouldn't exist. And the answer I got was, well, God is powerful, all-knowing and all-powerful, and he reduced the sizes of all the animals so they fit on the ark. Well, if, if you believe that power exists, then there's never going to be uh, any argument that makes sense that God doesn't exist. Because he can change time, he can travel through time, he can alter the laws of physics, alter the laws of science. He is omnipotent, just like Q. So that's, you know, but the whole point of that exercise was not so I could convince you that God does not exist. It was in hopes that you could convince me that he does. Because my sister had just passed away, arguably one of the sweetest, most loving people in the world. And I was hoping that I could be convinced that somewhere down the road I would see her again. That's, that was the point of the whole thing. Uh, it was not to persuade you that he does not exist. All right, let me go on here. Oh, we just got a new one in. Just heard genius comment on your news. Public school official claiming one day absent is equivalent to missing three days. The logic... So if you aren't absent in that uh, equal to, uh, yeah, well, all right. One day missing is equal to three days missing? That's bizarre. Anyway, it's Frost Your Buns Friday. That gets us up to date on messages, and we'll go to the phones, take your calls. Rick is first in line. Rick, welcome. How are you? I am doing well, sir. How are you today? I, too, am well. Good, good. Well, I, I hate to burst your, your wellness bubble there, but I just wanted to remind you that it's Friday during Lent. You know, 
I'm going to make a note of this. Rick, do not take calls yeah. from Rick on Friday. But on, a, on a side note, Gary, hey, um, I did want to talk to you. The The Guardians Charitable Motorcycle Group is yeah. going to be doing an event. We're doing an event in June, uh-huh. and one of the things one of the things that we're going to be auctioning off at this event is we got an uh, apparently. And I'm trying to confirm this, but we've got a either a battle used SKS. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll get you some more info because I know you you got you got the gun show on Saturday. So I'll, I'll get you some more info on that when I get it. I just wanted to give you a little bit of a of a teaser there, just to just yeah, to give you Rick, a heads up. I'm I'm not sure we can help you, Brian. Are we allowed to air anything along those lines without? Uh, I will check with sales to see if uh, that meets their specifications for an ad. Yeah, Rick, well, you, you may have to buy an ad before you tell them that you're going to have a, a charitable event with who? Uh, it's the Guardians Charitable Motorcycle Group. When, and, and when? Oh, well, we're actually doing it at the end of June, June 24th, I believe, out at the uh, Snorty Horse Saloon there in Millersburg. Um but, you know, I'll, I'll get you some more info yeah, so well, we can you figure can't, out you, if we do need to get an ad. I mean, going. it does you have the word charity in the uh, in the uh, advertisement that he's talking about. So Yeah, but you can't, you, you know, he's got between now and June to work up enough money to buy an ad to say at the Sonori <laughs> Horse, uh, we're going to have this charity event uh, with the Guardian Motorcycle Group and we're going to have an auction and it's all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we but, can't... I'll get you that info so we can figure out, you know, pricing and, and everything. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we know what we got to do. I, I know. I get it. You got to get paid. I know. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> you got you, you to gotta get paid for those those non-Friday uh, CC's, you know, visits. You know, Rick, CC's does have seafood. I know. I know. They have so, a seafood you know, the, brochette that my wife absolutely loves. And lobster. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. They're... Yeah. they're, they're Oh, man. I'm, now I'm hungry again. Yeah, All right. But you can't have steak either. All right, Rick. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not Catholic, though. So oh, I'm you right. dirty rat. You low-down <laughs> dirty rat. I hate your guts. Rick, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. <laughs> it is the Gary Nolan Show, and it is the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 21 minutes after 9 o'clock on a Frost or Buns Friday where you can call about any topic you want. It is a day to blow off a little steam. 874-9390. Toll free 800-529-5572. Under Biden's budget uh, plan for 2024, the gross national debt would surge nearly 51 to nearly $51 trillion uh, as of uh, 2033. Right now, by the way, we're at uh, we're at thirty-one and a half trillion. Actually, we're we're, we're running up uh, way beyond that, but the debt ceiling hasn't been limited. Uh, Fifty-one trillion dollars over the course of the next decade. The uh, federal debt, as a share of U.S. gross domestic product, would swell to a record one hundred and ten percent by twenty thirty-three, up from ninety-eight percent this year, shattering a dubious record that has stood since the end of World War II. According to the New York Post, the portion of the debt held by the American public would jump 19 trillion to 43.6 trillion over the next 10 years. This is, you know, I have this this idea, Brian. I was thinking that what the Republicans should do in the House of Representatives is not 
vote on this, they shouldn't take it away from, from Biden. They should give him what he wants. And here's how they can do it. They get a, a few Republicans, because there's only a couple, you know, couple of uh, seat advantage for the Republicans. Get a couple of them to sit out the vote. Let every Republican that remains vote against it. And let the Democrats win this budget. Then send it over to the Senate. Let the Democrats win that. And when the wheels come off this, uh, this wagon, the, the Republicans would be able to say, hey, look, we didn't do this. We were opposed to it. Every Republican that was in the chamber that day voted against it. But this is what the Democrats give you. I, uh, the, the fact is, they're, they're crazy. I mean, they're literally, this is insane. Biden knows this isn't going to pass. If the Republicans stand their ground in the House of Representatives, it isn't going to pass. What I'm saying is, step back and let it pass. You don't have to have any Republicans vote for it, just to have a couple of Republicans not be in the chamber to vote. Then it passes along party lines, and you get to see up close and personal what the Democrats want to do to the economy. And they want to, they want to tax unrealized gains. You, you buy stock, and you know in this particular uh, fiscal year, the stock surges. You'd pay a tax on that surge. Even though you haven't sold the stock. I mean, that's insane. They're so desperate for money, they're taxing money that doesn't even exist. Money they, that we don't even have. At $6.9 trillion spending next year would be higher than any time during the pandemic. And $2.5 trillion above the pre-pandemic level, uh, representing growth of 55%. Since Biden took office in 2021, the White House has already signed off on more than $5 trillion in new debt tied to legislation and executive orders, including a physical infrastructure bill that received bipartisan support and a broader spending bill dubbed the Inflation Reduction Act. And by the way, any Republican that voted for that ought to be drummed out of the Republican Party. His latest budget proposal calls for $5.5 trillion in tax hikes over the next decade to offset the cost of various projects, including increased defense spending, a pay bump for federal workers, climate change-related initiatives, and extending Medicare benefits. There's just no amount of money that Democrats shy away from spending. They, they, just, they just don't care. We'll just do it. We'll just tax the rich, those dirty, rotten, rich people who had more gumption than us, smarter than us, worked harder than us, and ended up with more money than us. We're going to punish them for that success. If you're so wealthy that that, that you're making, you know, over four hundred grand a year, and I would I would hesitate to call that terribly wealthy. You could afford to leave the country. You could go to China. Listen carefully, because this is the truth. You could go to China and be taxed at a lower rate 
then Biden wants to tax Americans. Corporate tax, capital gains tax, income tax. You could save a fortune by moving in with the communists. That's absolutely ludicrous. It's insane. Jeez, the Democrats have no conscience. Biden's proposal, uh, proposal surfaced as Republicans and Democrats remain deadlocked in talks to raise the federal debt ceiling and avert a potential economic catastrophe that the U.S. Uh, default would bring. It's going to happen. As you listen to me right now, we will default. The United States of America will default. And it won't be small. It won't be temporary. It won't be a little glitch. I'm telling you, it's going to be humongous. Now, we can put it off for a while, but it is going to happen. There's, there's absolutely no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, let's see. I just tuned in, says Joe. Credit card number. <laughs> he didn't give me the three-digit number, Brian. He just oh, that was me. nice. Go ahead and forward uh, it on to me, would you? Uh, I heard you saying that you are an atheist. Now, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said I question the existence of God. I think that makes me... Uh, and I want to believe. I would I don't, be uh, agnostic, right? Yeah, I would. I would argue somewhere along that line. Sorry to hear that, but on the plus side... No more meatless Fridays. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Gary, you need to go see the Ark Encounter. Uh, they make a good case. All right. We're going back to this conversation. Thank you, Robert. Um, look, if you believe that the Ark is real and that God shrunk the size of all the animals and put them on the Ark... How am I going to argue with that? You believe that he was that powerful that he could do that. Just like that character in Star Trek could do that. Now, here's a question for you. You think the Great Flood, is this all-loving God drowned everybody but Noah's family? Killed every animal except the ones on the ark? And do you think that the ark was the only seagoing vessel in the entire world? Well, what happened to the other ones? It was only 40 days and 40 nights. And by the way, where did all that water go? I mean, how much rain do you have to have to float an ark anywhere in the world, including over mountains? Oh, look, I'm not trying to dissuade you. I don't, I, it, it, it's okay to believe in God. It's okay to believe in Christianity. There are no tenets that are held there that I necessarily disagree with. Love your neighbor, don't steal, don't kill, all kinds of great things. I'm, I'm not opposed to that, and I don't want to take your belief in God away from you. But there is much to it that I find difficult to believe. And again, not trying to change your mind. I was hoping in that conversation last year that you would change mine. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
It's Froster Buns Friday. We've been talking about the deficit and anything, really, because it's Froster Buns Friday. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Uh, the fact that he wants to, uh, Biden, uh, raise uh, the debt to uh, well over $30 trillion uh, over the next 10 years should terrify everybody. Um, and he thinks... He keeps repeating that he cut the the deficit, and everybody knows that's been following this closely what he's what he's trying to do. He's trying to take credit for the temporary surge in spending that was ending. Uh, in fact, he he didn't actually cut spending at all. His proposals called effects of budget proposals on projected deficit. It, est- it estimates, according to Terry Jeffrey over at CNS News, it estimates that under the baseline, the federal budget, the federal deficit would increase from $1.726 trillion in this fiscal year to $2.535 trillion uh, in fiscal year 2033. And the government would run a cumulative deficit of $19-plus trillion in that 10-year period. I'm telling you, it's going to collapse. <laughs> It's just going to. All right, on a Froster Buns Friday, let's go to the phones and grab some. That's Ted that is in first. Ted, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Gary. Hey, I was thinking the same thing on your letting them let this bill pass, the House pass, but I thought of a caveat. I think they should first try to attach a way to get rid of the continuing resolution where if they couldn't agree on a future budget, it would have to be a percentage cross-the-board reduction if they don't agree on a bill by whatever the drop-dead date would be. And that would turn around and be their excuse to not vote for it if they didn't allow it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just don't see it. I don't see it changing. I, I, well, well, I understand. I was just saying if they could say, okay, we'll let you have everything, the only caveat is you have to allow... Put a, a something in there to say you have to pass a budget every year. No more continuing resolutions. And put in there that if there's no agreement, that the previous year budget minus 1%, minus 2%, minus 0.1%, whatever they could get away with, would have to be the new budget. It's an interesting proposal. Um, do you... Do you think if the Democrats take over the House again that they would stand by that deal? Because you can't commit a future well, Congress. Well, if you had a filibuster in the Senate, you couldn't get it by. So if they would agree to it, you would at least get a cut for a year or two or three till they had all the Houses. They had all three branches again. Yeah, they, they would get it passed. It'd be interesting to see, but I think they would find a way around it because they're just so damn devious. I but it's, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed one. to trying. Ted, I wouldn't be opposed to I, trying. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see. Uh, Doug says, uh, I've recently seen photos from space showing the Huff ripples in the topography of Africa, showing evidence of a massive flood uh, that covered the entire continent. Other countries have this as well. Looks like it. Uh, looks like it could have come from a massive meteor impact. I think I saw the researcher on Joe Rogan show. 
it just, uh, that doesn't make the case. Where would all the water come from if, if God made it rain for 40 days and 40? Can you imagine how much rain it would take to cover the globe with so much water that even the mountains were underwater? And where did all that water go? You have to think to yourself, that's impossible. And, and it is, unless you have faith that there's an omnipotent person or being that could make the water just simply disappear. And if you believe that, there is no argument based on logic or science that will dissuade you. And that's okay, people. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just telling you how it is that I have arrived at my state of confusion. All right, to the phones we go. Roger, welcome. How are you? Hey, doing great, Gary. Uh, Mitch McConnell has really frosted my buns this week. Seems like he won't stand up to the Chinese. He doesn't stand up to the Democrats. And he can't stand up after dinner. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, he falls for everything, doesn't he? Of course, Biden does, too. Yeah, well, yeah, but... McConnell's supposed to be on our side. <laughs> They're and, not. Uh, they are not. not. No, he isn't. It's a uniparty. Yep. And, and hence my frustration with the Republicans. Yep, mine too. All right. Thanks, Raj. Okay. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, James, uh, good morning, Gary. I understand your agnosticism. It was a position that I held for years. Concerning the ark, there are a couple of points I'd like you to consider. Number one, uh, through microevolution, uh, we have many more species today than we'd have had at that time. <laughs> really? Uh, the total number of animals would have been less. Oh, <laughs> No, James, there would have been a poop ton of animals, two by two, uh, to put on the ark. And I don't think there's a, a huge uh, def, uh, you know, decrease in the number of animals uh, that we have on the planet at the time. Uh, don't forget, you got all of Africa, North America, Asia, you're all of it. Uh, also, if you were trying to conserve space, you would not take full-growth animals, most likely baby animals. Yeah, yeah, so we repop... Come on. Uh, so we repopulated uh, the entire Earth based on those two. And what we know about genetics, inbreeding, uh, just that small family. And what about all the other ships out there? They all sunk. There are other boats. These, The Ark wasn't the only vessel. Uh, and, the all, and the idea of an all-loving God killing everybody else? You mean to tell me that Noah's family was the only family in the entire globe that deserved to live? We also have to remember that while God is loving, he is also just. How he balances those two, I admit, I have not fully figured out. At any rate, I was... At any rate, it was supernatural, and I pray that God will give you a supernatural encounter that will remove all doubt in your mind. That would be terrific. I would love that. I would love that. I would love to know that somewhere down the road, I will see my parents and especially my sister, but I have doubts. To the phones we go. Anna, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show on a Frost Your Buns Friday. What's on your mind? 
Yes, in regard to the ark, I personally believe that the flood was contained to the Jewish region, just like um, Lot's wife in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. That Where was does local. It say, does it say that somewhere in the Bible, that it was just limited to the Jewish? No, but I don't believe it was the entire world. Then why would he have to get all the animals two by two? Well, because the region couldn't re-inhabit unless it had the regional animals. So the Bible is wrong? Not necessarily. But you just said, counter to the Bible, that he did not gather all of the animals two by two, just the animals from the region. Right. And that the, the whole world didn't flood just that one area. Both of those are not, at least to my knowledge, and I'm not a biblical scholar, so you could very well be right, Anna. Uh, those are not, uh, to the best of my knowledge, anywhere in the Bible. No, but neither is a lot of the things. No, but explicitly, they. it seems to me that, and you correct me if I'm wrong, uh, they say they gathered all the animals two by two and that he flooded the earth. Great flood flooded the earth, not just that area. So that would be counter to what's in the Bible. All right, so what well, what else is up? The debt, you're concerned about the debt? Look at California recently. It's almost as if God is trying to wash it away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, that don't give Pelosi a, don't give Pelosi a seat on the ark. Whatever you do, uh, yeah. And about the debt, yeah. The amount that you quoted seems low, and does that not include our foreign debt? Well, like don't forget they use they're probably using baseline budgeting. Um, there are things that that are going to happen when you raise taxes to the level that. The administration is suggesting uh, what's going to happen is it's going to pervert the marketplace. People with money won't be investing it in the best places. Uh, they won't be uh, willing to invest their hard-earned money in new products and services. Uh, that will slow the economy down more. That will reduce the number of dollars sent to the government, increase the debt. But they don't take any of that into consideration. Have you seen the article by one of the previous Shark Tank investors? He will not invest in California or New York. I don't blame him. I really, I don't and blame him. I don't either. And um, Musk moved out of California to Texas. Although, yeah, although he did just expand uh, part of his um, Tesla empire in California, but he is actually creating, I think, a kind of a libertarian city outside of Austin. He's buying up thousands and thousands of acres and uh, building homes there. So, yeah, Texas is a better place, I guess, than uh, the high... And he, he pointed out it's the taxes and the regulations uh, that uh, uh, drove him out of California. Smart city. Yeah. All right. Anna, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, boy. Everybody's on the arc now. Uh, Les, good morning. How are you? Hi, Gary. Uh, uh, we're, <laughs> we're all reading the Bible a little bit slanted. When we say the whole world, uh, for some odd reason, we're thinking about the whole round ball. Now, the Bible is true 
completely, literally. But you got to think, is it physical, literal? Is it metaphorically literal? Or oh, well, 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 how can it literal? be? It can't be metaphorically literal. Yes, it's either, yes, it can. No, it can't. The, There's no such thing as metaphorically literal. The They're opposite ha- ends of the spectrum. The Hebraic uh, culture is an Eastern Oriental culture, and they had a lot of metaphors going on. Then it's not... Then it's not reality. It's a metaphor. Let me say this. The Apostle Paul, in one of his epistles, said that the gospel, and Jesus Christ said that the end would come when the gospel has been preached to the whole world. The end of what? The end of the Mosaic covenant. The Apostle Paul said in one of his epistles that the gospel. That's when he said the whole world. Did he mean the whole world, like the globe? No. Oh, he didn't. So the end would come just when what area of the globe was... Listen to me, Gary. Apostle Paul said that the the gospel has been preached to the whole world and to every living creature. What did he mean by that? The world of the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire. That's when the world would come to an end? The world of the Mosaic Covenant. This is covenantal. This is not a physical round ball apocalypse. This was covenantal. The world of Moses came to an end, the Mosaic Covenant, in 70 A.D. when the temple was destroyed. That's all this is. So what does that mean? Uh, we're How's in a that? new world. We are past the book of, quote, in the Bible. We're past maps. Ma- maps. We're not looking for any so the world coming down. The world down doesn't road. come to an end the way most people thinks it, think it comes to an end. It's already no. come to an end, according to the Bible. According to the Bible, they were looking at their Armageddon, the Hebraic Armageddon. So God is not going to come down and wipe out the entire globe. No, Christians have stolen somebody else's end and put it on themselves. That's it. All right, Les, let's see what what other people think, but I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Uh, John, good morning. How are you? Pretty good, sir. Pretty good. Thank you for taking my call. I've got some counters to some of your arguments, okay, for the flood. And this is why I believe that there was a flood. One, from science, if you take geology 100 or 101, even geologists will acknowledge that there is a layer of sediment that is, based, if you can find in the fossil record, that indicates that there was a global flood. So that's science right there. So that's one for the flood. How much water? Two for the flood. Huh? How much water? It doesn't... It, it indicates that there was a flood. Yeah, well, there, was we've global. had floods all over the place. John, hang on, okay, because no, no. I, I, I don't want to cut you short. And, and again, I'm not trying to take somebody's belief in God away. That is not what I want to do what? today. I'm well, just no, that, telling I'm you not, that I have I'm, my I'm, questions. But if you hang on, no, I'll bring not, you back. If you hang on, I'll bring you back, okay? Quick break. Gary Nolan Show, Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 9.55. I want to thank Robert for opening this Pandora's box. I should never have read his email. All right. You want to have the discussion? We'll have it. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Perfectly willing to have this this discussion. But I want to make it clear. If you believe, you believe And I'm not trying to change your mind. I don't even want to change your mind. That said, 
I do not completely understand how this is plausible. It is no different than that Star Trek character Q. You know, if you believed in him that he could do anything, then there's no there's no point in having the discussion. Because no matter what, you say, well, I believe he can do anything. And that's, you, you can't prove a negative, disprove a negative. So John is on the line. He hung on. Uh, John, welcome. Okay. Uh, so we've had floods all over the place. Right now, California is experiencing floods. We've had floods in the uh, Great Lakes area. We've had floods all over the world. What makes that an indication that God flooded the world with 40 days well, of rain? Here's, yeah, oh, oh, yes, sir. So here's my, some of it's biblical and some of it's science. So here are my arguments. So I'll rattle through them. One was, as I said before, if you take ge even Geology 100, they will admit, scientists will admit, that there is a universal layer of sediment that goes around the entire globe. The depth, of course, because of the topography, you know, the depth of the flood would vary from place to place. But it does indicate a global flood. So that's one argument for that. Well, it would have to be, um, wait, 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 let's take it one at a time. Because okay. that flood would have to be so severe that everybody, except for those on the ark, drown. So this all-loving, omniscient God killed millions of human beings and saved only Noah's family by within okay, 40 sir. days making it rain so much that even people living on mountaintops drown. Okay, and here's my, my counter to that, sir. Uh, if you read the Bible and you especially read the Apocrypha, the scriptures, God acknowledges that there are other gods. The story of the flood only pertains to God's people, okay? It doesn't pertain, and this is it, I will cite my sources in the book of Enoch and in the book of Psalm. God acknowledges that he is the God of the chosen people. He's not the God of the other people of the earth. All right, if you look pause, at the other people pause, the pause. So if, because I'm almost out of time, if I am not one of the chosen people and it rains like hell for 40 days and 40 nights, I'll be okay. I won't drown. It says in both the scriptures that the water came from both the sky and from the earth, sir, which indicates an earthquake, which would indicate a... That isn't answering my question. I, I, if I'm not one of the chosen few, if I'm not one of the chosen few, do I not drown in all that water? Yes, you do, sir, because your genome is contaminated. You are all not right, a so, person. So everybody save for Noah was one of the unwashed, if you will, and they all drowned. Only Noah's family survives. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Gotta run. Quick break. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.